Blog Talk Radio. Paperback Welcome to Recipe Records Radio Show. I am your host, Lena Stagg. This is your show for food and music, by the way. You can get more information about Recipe Records Cookbooks at my website, www.reciperecordscookbook.com. I have a couple of fabulous authors on the show today. I hope they are still on because my computer is acting super crazy. It must be plasmetrics or polarity that is making my computer really messy today. (laughs) Hello, Cindy. Are you there? (laughs) Hi. I hope it's not the plasmetrics. um, You never know what's going on around there. (laughs) I don't even even know what any of it is. I am science fiction (laughs) challenged. I totally go to these movies and and see these all this science fiction stuff and and my eyes just glaze over. So, I'm I'm always in awe. But I am so glad that you are connected, Cindy. I my computer is still like the little circles going round and round and round and I don't know if anybody's there. But um I think that our other treasured guest C. Marie Bowen is still with us. We will get her connected in here in just a moment. Cindy and also known as C.A. Jameson, and uh-huh. Connie, also known as C. Marie Bowen, are on the show today. They are these fabulous women that have written science fiction, paranormal, romance books, and they're going to tell us all about them here in just a moment. I what I found very interesting and unique about both of the ladies is they found their writing voice after they had raised their families and gotten through that windstorm and I I find that very interesting because I know a lot of a lot of people I'm getting ready to have an empty nest and and a lot of people don't know what they're going to do and and these ladies have turned their channeled their their creativity and their energy into these books so I'm really excited to have them both on Cindy are you still connected Yes I'm here Hello. I am so happy, happy that you're on the show today. Thank you for letting me give my little um, spiel there. I'm going to, I'm trying to uh, connect with Miss Bowen. And well, thank you, Lena. Hey, I want, hey, I want to tell you thank you too for um, uh, having me on the show. And I'm looking forward to making those yummy cheese balls in your recipe record cookbook. Those things look fabulous, and I'm going to wait to the holiday and show them off. 
Oh, you are so awesome. Those are some fabulous little cheese balls. I um, thank you for plugging that. That is in the uh, Recipe Record <laughs> 60s cookbook, <laughs> by the way, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> they're, they're you really can good, find yeah. them in my store. <laughs> um, <laughs> there are so many great recipes in that book, and I'm sure there's some that would um, even science fiction crazy people <laughs> would like. <laughs> okay, right. I am trying. I, are you connected with us, Connie? I think I am. Can you hear me? Okay, terrific. Yes, Yay. and there is still the winding circle going around and around on Cindy, but I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> polarity. <laughs> so I'm here. I can hear you girls, and you can hear me, so okay. we are good to go. We are so good. So Cindy is joining us from Evansville. And Connie, get, tell us a little bit about where you're located and, and how you know our good friend Cindy. Well, I'm right now I'm in Fort Worth. I'm originally from Denver, but uh, ended up in Fort Worth raising two boys and uh, have stayed here. Of course, the kids have grown up and went away, like you said, but uh, I'm still here. Um, I have joined uh, Romance Writers of America and taken a class on writing synopsis, writing blurbs, writing the things you need to write besides the book, um, which is always a challenge for writers. And uh, the class was huge. There must have been 200 people in this class, and it, it just overwhelmed the teachers. And the class ended up breaking up into little groups of its own, and uh, we I broke off into the science fiction fantasy group, and Cindy was in that group, and that's how we met. That's where I was. <laughs> Yep, we were writing. We um, we had narrowed the field down to several people and started talking to each other about our books. And we were kind of in the same place, Connie and I were with our books, um, uh, where we had just we were going to publish our first novel, and we were we were we had learned how to write, and we knew what was expected of us, and and um, we kind of hit it off. We had similar personalities and a lot in common, and started uh, helping each other with our work. But critiquing is uh, it's something, it's not for everybody. It, it can be challenging because when you write a story or when you, when you, a lot of people call it their baby, when you have all of your story written and you're ready to hand it to the world, you're not real sure of yourself and it's your heart and soul in that book. And so you give it to somebody else. I, I actually handed chapters at a time to Connie and had her look at it. And for someone to say something negative, you're always afraid of, oh, is this a bad part, or did you not like that? And But you have to be able to take critiques, uh, to have a critique partner. So you can learn what is actually good and how you can better it. And they get, you know, a lot of times she gives me suggestions, I give her suggestions. You know, it, it's a... It's a game of trust, and, and uh, it, but it really helped our writing, and we really um, started having a good time talking back and forth to each other. And, and, um, and I was teasing you the other day. It, you know, you don't know a person that well. I, I didn't know Connie that well, and yet I handed her um, a scene that was actually a, a heated romance scene. <laughs> and you're like, what is, 
what is she gonna what is she gonna say about this? You know, what's she gonna tell me? Yeah, that was fun. We started. Yes, we started giggling and laughing and becoming such good friends um, through this journey. Now we have probably critiqued, I would say, um, you know, at least four four or five stories between us. Right, Connie? How many have we done? I would say a half a dozen each, maybe. Um, A couple novels, uh, short stories. uh, Gosh, just about anything I write, I run it by Cindy because she will see something I've overlooked. Um, it's just the wise thing to do, in my opinion, anymore is is make right. sure these eyes see it before anybody else sees right. it, uh, because she'll point something out. Yes, and I think that's very valuable. I, um, I was I was saying like when she if she doesn't comment, it worries me more than if she does. I want her comments. I want her to tear it up, because then I know. That, uh, <laughs> She's into it. She's reading it. She wants she wants it to be this way, and this this is really she's into it. Um, if she doesn't say much, and I've had a lot of different critique partners. Cindy's probably the maybe fourth critique partner I've had, and uh, the others just didn't but stick. The best but one, Cindy right? and I, oh, definitely <laughs> by far. We just we hit it off. I mean, we we mesh. I guess that's that's the word. Um, there's a give yes. and take that you have to have. Um, like if I'm the only one giving stories out and I never get anything from the other person, I kind of stop giving them stuff. Because why? I'm not doing anything for them. It just seems it's not a, a it's partnership. It's definitely an it's exchange. One-sided. It's definitely yes. an exchange between people, you know, and, and you uh, when we work together, it's like, you know, I can spend hours on a critique for Connie, but I know that she's going to sp- do the same for me. She's going to spend time really reading and looking close into my stories. And so, you know, they say two brains is better than one, and then you have edits after that. You have a lot of things going on, but it's always better. You get the best lines um, from each other. We help each other uh-huh. make it the, our books the best they can be. Yeah. That's terrific. I I completely understand where you're coming from. I know when I wrote my first cookbook, my my best friend and I were the same way, except she couldn't see, so I would read everything to her, and every night we would go through it, and that was so valuable. And, um, you know, it, like you say, two brains are better than one, We, but the two of us made one brain, we decided. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't quite yep. have two brains going on, but but um, <laughs> if you guys ever need any any help uh, or need anybody to read those romance scenes, you could pass them along my way too. I, I'm not really much uh, on uh, <laughs> not not sure how much uh, I would add to it, but I'd like to read it. <laughs> I'm joking, but um, okay, Cindy, Cindy is the author of yes. a. Of, of several, you have several books, and I love. I want you to tell us about the cat, uh, the cat uh, anthology, along with the other the other books that you have. Yes, I have a um, uh, polarity. Children of the Orb is my main book. Um, I do have a cat anthology um, through my publisher. It was a call for submission. Um, they were um, wanting to have stories before Halloween came out of 
mysterious cats. They were mysteries and, and, and the little follicky things that cats get into. And there are several <laughs> really good writers in this anthology. Um, uh, some of my writers from, like I said, my publisher, uh, Cheryl Pearson, and, and some of her um, other writers. And, and uh, the, actually, the story that I have in there is about a young, uh, a young girl who goes to California to start, uh, start on her dream of uh, working in a studio. And uh, her part, her her boss is absent when she gets there, and she gets slapped five romance books, and 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 is told to read these books right away, and because one of them was going to be chosen for a movie by the time her uh, her boss got back, and uh, so she is just totally floored. <laughs> she doesn't know what to do, and she um, begins reading these move uh, these I keep saying movies these books, and she. Um, but she has adopted a cat, and this cat uh, lays on the bed at her at night, and she can barely read like half of the story, and she's falling asleep, and the cat actually makes her dream out the rest of the story. And she wakes up, and she knows the entire book because she has dreamt it. And the hero in the story is the same man. And so you actually get a taste of um, a story about um, – uh, an Indian story, a Roman story, and there's she reads all these different books, and you experience them with her. Hmm. And that's the cat story. And then I have two other anthologies through the guild. Um, and I have a new, um, it's what's called a duet coming up pretty soon. And uh, a romance takes place there because it's sort of a pretty woman in reverse story. It's a story about a um, male stripper, and a high fashion mo- uh, New York model designer, uh, um, clothing designer. And uh, she and the stripper have nothing in common. But like I said, it's kind of a pretty woman in reverse. And I've got a lot of people excited about it. Um, and I think that should be released around September, hopefully. <laughs> All right. And what is the name of that? I have I had it. A dance okay, to a remember. Dance to remember, yes. <laughs> I think that sounds so enticing. <laughs> that will be great. Yeah. Where can people find that fun. when it comes out? You can always uh, see any of my books through my website at www. C A Jameson and the Jameson is with an I J A M I S O N dot com. You can go to my website and there'll be uh, links to um, the books on Amazon. But that book will come out through regular uh, publishing, which will come out um, on all e-formats. And okay. so, but any of my books, you can find through my website there. And you can always get uh, Polarity, my novel. You can get um, any of my books through the e-site except for the Guild book. But you can, um, there's a way to go through the website. Okay. And locally, Polarity is found at River City Mercantile. Yes, it is. You can get a copy of that at R- uh, River City Mercantile. Um, I'll also be at Franklin Street Bazaar at the end of the, uh, more towards September. And the, uh, I think it's August and September. I'll be at Franklin Street Bazaar on the weekend, um, also downtown. Awesome. And you can get my books at Dr. Dashboard. Um my husband and I 
car audio business is um, is on Burkhart Road, and I carry uh, some of my books there. And like I said, you can get them on all e formats. Oh, and Super Barnes cool. and Noble is going. Yeah, Barnes and Noble has got my book Polarity now too. Awesome. All of those places are in Evansville, and you can find Cindy at her website, C A. Jamison, J-A-M-I-S-O-N.com. Okay, so give us just a little teaser of Polarity, the children of the orb, and then you know, give us a brief rundown of what the story is about, and then tell us how you were inspired to write this tale. Well, um, Polarity, children of the orb, <laughs> I've got to tell you, I, I love to read, but my favorite hour in the evening is the CW Network. I have to admit it, I'm vampire, werewolf, twilight, lover of all romance and adventure stories. <laughs> but, I love um, it. I, it. It was time. It was time for something new. I felt like I, I wanted. To, uh, I had a bad boy hero in mind, and uh, I created Rush James and the Plasmetric People. Now, um, my story actually um, came in third in Romance Writers of America's Great Beginning Contest, and um, it starts out where methane gas ignites deep in a mine shaft. Um, And the explosion um, actually kills everyone in the mine except for one man who finds an orb under his leg. And this storming orb changes the electric in his body. And he saved the other miners in the in the I mean he saves the other coal miners, but the story and they become regular family members. But the story is not about them; it's about their children. They all live a life with this alien electric in their bodies. Everyone has electric in their body. We all do. We have positive and negative flowing through every blood cell. Um, but what if yours came from an alien source? like the children of the orb. They they have special abilities. They're, they try to hide. They try to live a normal life and hide their um, electric blood cells, but they but it's almost impossible. They they run into all kinds of problems, in their, and when their parents die, they have to try and survive of their own, and positive has to meet negative, and they have to live together. It's almost like a forced marriage or a forced being. If they can't get along with the one that they're mated to be with, then there's trouble. But that's and then one of the plasmetric mm. people doesn't have a mate, and he um, he kills humans to survive. So there's adventure, there's murder, there's mystery, there's excitement of all kinds, and polarity children of the orb. And and uh, I'm uh, real excited about the book. And and uh, I've, so far I've gotten five star reviews on Amazon. And uh, and Barnes and Noble, so um, I'd love her. That is to terrific. Check it out. And what age group does the book appeal to? Well, you know, I was talking about Connie and us writing our romance lovey scenes, um, but uh, so I want to tell you, uh, it's for new adults. Um, I call my book the PG eighteen. <laughs> But yeah. 18 and above, I would say. 18 and above uh, works. It's not uh, hardcore. It doesn't contain a lot of foul language. I am a Christian woman. 
and it does it has um but it does have uh, a lot of heated scenes and romance in it so i call it gat <laughs> All right. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Now, Connie, were you able to help Cindy with critiquing of polarity? Oh, yeah. I enjoyed reading it, Um, uh, reading it and helping her work through scenes, um, giving her options. You know, if this isn't quite working, maybe you could try this or maybe you could try that. Um, Both Cindy and I had our novels completed when we met each other. And so we just walked through working on each other's first novels. Mine was Passage and hers was uh, Polarity. And uh, it, I hope I helped. I mean, I think I helped. <laughs> she helped a great deal. She helped it's a fantastic. <laughs> and Passage is an awesome book. Um, I loved it. I was uh, hooked with Connie's writing the minute you know, um, I started critiquing the story. It was, um, I'll let her tell you about Passage, but it's 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 a fantastic novel, and it continues on with uh, Prophecy, and she's and she's writing another one now. And and I'm just I, I, sometimes I'm like Connie, can't you send me a chapter? I get excited ready for her <laughs> next chapter of her book. <laughs> well, yes, Connie, and you were the winner of a paranormal romance. Um, of a Paranormal Romance Award for Soul of the Witch, Book One, Passage. Yeah, for Passage, right. It was uh, um, Indiana, was it Indiana? Great Opportunity? Yes. I, I do. Um, yeah, yeah, that was it. I, I won it for a Paranormal Romance for my first book, Passage. And uh, both Passage awesome. and Prophecy were uh, nominated for Roan Awards. So they were in the voting uh, section of it this year um, for novels written last year. So that was real exciting. You have to have a high rating to even get in. Um, wow. But I'm I'm a pretty unknown author, so when it came to the voting part, I didn't do so well. Nobody knows who I am. But uh, the people who have read my books like them. Um, all of my That's books That's terrific. Well, tell us, um, tell us a little bit about Passage. Um. Passage is about a woman who gets in a car accident. Um, she's a college-age student, college-age woman, and she gets in a car accident, and she has a uh, life-after-death experience, and this life-after-death experience throws her into a previous life, a past life. And um, when she wakes back up here, uh, she's totally devastated because she just – was had found her soulmate, and he's been dead now for 200 years or 100 years. It was 100 years. Wow. Um, and she can't, nobody will believe her. I mean, they're saying, oh, you know, when you, when you have these experiences, it's really, you know, just an, your imagination, you know, the blood coming from your brain. And she's like, no, damn it, no, I can prove this. And she sets out to find this house that she was at, and the house is in Denver. And... Um, she, when she gets there, uh, there's a room for rent, and she ends up renting a room, and, you know, one thing leads to another, and she she can hear him in the house, and he's looking for her, and she can't reach him. And uh, then the chapter changes, mm-hmm. and then you go to the, the girl that's back in time, her, her previous life, and uh, how 
what it was like for her when she was there. And, and the ticket for that one is she gets in a, a carriage accident. She's with her cousin, and she gets in a carriage accident. And uh, she gets amnesia, which back then they, they called it dementia. Everything with your brain was dementia. And uh, she doesn't remember anything. And as the memories come back, they're almost dual memories. Um, like she'll walk into a room and reach for a light switch, but there's no switch on the wall because it's a candle or a lantern. And so hmm. her, she has a lot of trouble, and she works through that through the course of the book. So the first book is a time travel romance with a twist. And hmm. uh, some of the people back there in time have, um, or back in the West, she actually goes to the pre-Civil War West. She's on a ranch in eastern Colorado, um, they have magic, uh, one of the women there. Uh, she doesn't use it very often. She's uh, precognitive, and she can, she can see things that are going to happen, and uh, it, it pulls it into the next book. She's always wanted to be a healer, and at the end she ends up doing something that causes all kinds of trauma, and it, it leads into the second book. Uh, she sets off a prophecy, and... Uh, then you're off to the races with book two. All kinds of other stuff is happening. So um, book three brings it right back around to the first girl. So I was always always intended to write these three books, um, but the first story came to me, you were saying, after my kids left home, but that wasn't true. I wrote this first book on spiral notebooks after my uh, oldest son was born, and that would have been in the 80s. So wow. book one was written a long time ago. Wow. That is really interesting. And you, you sat on it all those years and uh, then brought it, brought well, it out. Well, you know, I, I think after my, after my second son was born, and he was born in the early 90s, uh, I had pulled it out because I had time at home. I had time, and I pulled it out and typed it. So you've got the spiral notebooks, and then you have the first typed mm-hmm. thing. But it was actually a typewriter that wasn't on a computer, so I couldn't do anything with it. And then uh, I ended up uh, leaving the job I was at in uh, 2012, and they made a list of things to do at home. You know, before I get another job, I'm going to paint the hallway. I'm going to publish that book. I'm <laughs> going to do this and that. And I started with the book. And I, the hallway still needs painting. I never got back to the hallway. Um. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's the way to do it. Well, you're on your website. You have all of these fabulous books that um, you've been, you've contributed to, or that right. you've published yourself, and uh, very, very impressive. I love the um, novelette that you have, the kid in black, and it has. Two peppers for spicy. Yeah, one spicy. You know, what's funny, we're talking about sex scenes. Uh, my characters are kind of uptight. They don't, they just don't randomly grab each other and start having sex. Um, where some authors <laughs> do that. Uh, mine has to, you know, it has to happen naturally. But in The Kid in Black, I could not keep those two apart. It was like, oh, my gosh. And, and I had to... I was talking to the publisher, and I was going, she's saying, okay, we don't do erotica. And I'm going, I'm not real sure if this is erotica or not, because these two are really going at it. Um, 
and they were teasing me. They were calling me El Habanero, uh, the the other <laughs> women in the 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 publishing group was having at me over that story because it's it's pretty spicy. Oh, yeah. you but you should you should have seen it when it came in the mail. But you know, I got the email and I was like, oh, there's a sex scene here. Woo-hoo. Um, I had to uh, get a fan, put it over next to me while I was critiquing no. it. <laughs> that and then is, I have that other books terrific. like uh, Hawthorne and Mistletoe. They kiss under the mistletoe. You know, there's just it. That's knights and knights and ladies, and they wouldn't they wouldn't be humping in the broom closet. You know, they wouldn't do yeah. that. So, um, <laughs> it's, right, it's, I like variety. Some, some with, uh, yeah, some of our books are hotter than others. We have some scenes with, you have, you know, but it's all romance. Some are romance and some are, yeah, it is good to have the peppers. <laughs> kind of show. <laughs> oh, them. I love it. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I love, the, the, the variety is, is awesome. And I, I know that our listeners will definitely want to check out all of the books, and Connie's books can be found on her website, cmariebowen.com. That is just the letter C, Marie, B-O-W-E-N.com. And is there anywhere else that reader listeners can find your books, Connie? Um, all the e-sellers, um, uh, Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, iTunes, Kobo, uh, they're all available electronically. The novels are available on, in paperback, but you have to order them through Amazon or Barnes & Nobles. I'm not in any bookstores or anything like Cindy is. I haven't gotten to that, that place okay. yet, but I will. I intend to. I'm sure you will be there soon. And be sure and tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Oh, I am the best place to find me if you want to talk to me is on Facebook. Um, I do have, and that's, uh, I don't even know what it is, uh, C. Marie Bowen uh, would be the best way to look it up. Um, I'm Connie Texas on Twitter, but I only check in with Twitter every now and then. I'm not, I don't get Twitter as, as much. I am on Pinterest. Uh, my books are on Pinterest. And when, as I write a book, I use Pinterest a lot to look up things that are in the story. So if you pull up my Pinterest page for Soul of the Witch and you're reading through it, a lot of the things I'm describing are going to be on Pinterest. You know, the the clothes Gowns that they wear and... back then, the wagons, mm. the types of horses, uh, the pictures of the people, because mm. I, I always, in my mind, I have a picture of who they are. So, yeah, oh, that's fascinating. I'm out there. I I've uh I I'm I'm not doing Pinterest yet. I've got to get on it. I I'm I'm like <laughs> you about Twitter. I don't understand Pinterest yet. So, um I, I just am starting to understand Twitter, but uh all of it is is overwhelming. But you're on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and LinkedIn. they can also yeah, do you have a um LinkedIn? Do you have on your website I'm clicking on contact me. Do you have like a place where you can enter your email address and people can receive 
notes yeah, from you or a, anything? Yeah, contact me. Yeah, well, I don't have um, – I started with a uh, newsletter, but no one joined. And then they, they closed that portion of it off off my uh, Wix account, that Wix no longer worked with Chimp Monkey or whatever – whatever uh, oh, newsletter yeah. that they had. So I don't have a newsletter, but um, okay. you can contact me. Uh, you just type in, send me a, an email, and uh, okay. I have an email account attached. Yep. Connie has a beautiful Terrific. website, don't she? I mean, it's even worse just going I love, to look at yes. <laughs> yes, I love, I love the website. Very, very on cool. Page, and thank you for putting, you down, thank you for putting recipe records on there. Oh, yeah, you're on the links. Hey, if you scroll down on the first page and click Soul of the Witch, there's an Easter egg that takes you to a big wheel that shows you how all the books are connected. Because all of the books, all the characters connect in all the stories. Oh, that is so cool. Mm -hmm. Ooh, nice. Very, very nice. Everybody, check that out on Connie Marie Bowen's. I'm always saying I'm I'm hanging on to the Connie's horse's pony tail uh, horse's tail there trying to keep up with her on that website. <laughs> yes, that's but, phenomenal. Uh, Good for you. Good for you. Okay, so um, Cindy, tell everyone where they can find you on social media. Uh, yes, I'm I'm kind of like Connie. I I'm okay on Twitter. I have a Twitter account, but um, uh, you can find me on Goodreads. Um, a lot of people like to go to Goodreads. Um, they post blogs there and talk about the books. Um, you can find me, uh, again, like on Pinterest. I have the same kind of boards as Connie does. I have uh, a boards where it kind of shows what Rush looks like in my mind and a lot of electric excitement going on in the, you know, and on pictures. And, and uh, uh, let's see, I believe, yes, it does say C.A. Jameson, Pinterest. And also, you can find me on Facebook, um, of course. And Polarity has its own page on Facebook, which uh, I appreciate the likes. I love it when I see somebody like the page of Polarity. Also, you can find me, um, uh, let me see, pretty much the, the, the same as most people. Um, and like Connie said, because I'm not a big Twitter person, but on Facebook, is the main place where you can find me and my website, of course. Okay. Okay. And you can check out local vendors around town where Cindy's book can be found, River City Mercantile, Barnes & Noble, uh, Dr. Dashboard on Burkhart Road, and I know there were some other places. But um, uh, the Franklin Street Bazaar, I'll be at. Oh. Um, like I said, the Franklin Street Bazaar. It's it's a really fun place to just come um, walk around with your family and uh, and just you know they have individual booths where people sell um, homemade items. You know, uh, local vendors from Evansville. There's some really good pizza down there. I recommend it. It's a fun place to go. And and I'm at the Midwest Writers Guild booth. There. All right, that's in, terrific. In September. In yes. Okay, well that's going to wrap us up for today. I really appreciate you ladies taking time out of your busy schedules to be on the show. It was a lot of fun to 
light it up with you guys. You guys are very have very interesting writing abilities, and I am very um, respectful and, and very um, impressed by your talents. So thank you so much for being on the show today. And everyone, be sure you check out C.A. Jameson and C. Marie Bowen online or in any of their upcoming events. The Cindy will be at the um, West Side. Oh, I forgot the name of it already. Franklin um, Street Bazaar. <laughs> the Franklin Street Bazaar. I've been there many times, but my my mind is escaping me. There's too many too many things flashing at me. So I'm going to go ahead and and wrap it up. Thank you, ladies, for being on, and I wish you both the very best. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us, Lena. Really appreciate it. And love your cookbook. (laughs) Thank you. So that's going to wrap it up for today. Recipe Records is food for thought, food for the soul, food for the love of rock and roll. Paperback, right, right, right.